everybody. You are listening to the Accelerate Performance Lab podcast, hosted by Accelerate Head Performance Coach, Ben Tillis. You are about to hear strategies that have helped produce many elite middle distance and distance runners over the last 15 years. He shares why running success doesn't have to be hard. You just have to know a few key tools. From workout strategies to important info on sleep and nutrition, you are guaranteed to learn something that will help you in your running journey. Be prepared to get faster, stronger, and better in your racing and training. So, as always, sit back, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Accelerate Performance Lab podcast. I'm host Ben Tillis, and uh, it's been great to get back with you guys here so far in the year 2024 as we're just getting started with the spring school season for track and field. It's a really fun uh, last weekend here uh, of the club season before Iowa started their school season. We had the chance to take a good number of athletes to Northwest uh, Missouri State, um, the Bearcats, they put on a great youth series throughout the winter. Uh, this was their third meet that they had there. We've taken athletes to each of those meets. Um, this one we took uh, probably our largest number, you know, really had some awesome, outstanding performances uh, throughout the, the course of the meet with some some great runs. Like in our mile, we had some great runs by Addie Dorenkamp setting the the Iowa indoor record for 1600 with 453 or teammate uh, from Valley Coco cooker running 508 um, as well as on the boys side, Tommy Hensley went in the mile and the 800 um, races that were about, I believe about 45 minutes apart um, in 419 and 156. So he had a nice day as well. Um, and including other teammates that also lots of guys running, you know, some really great performances, uh, in those events as well. Um, Rice Reynolds, 49, 25, I believe in the 400 Marie day winning the 400 on the girl side, Chloe Judish going 219 for runner up in the 800 on the girl side as well. Uh, Jessica kind dominating the sprints as always. Um, and just, you know, across the board, some, some truly amazing performances. I'm sure I'm forgetting some of even our top ones, um, but really just excited to have had the athletes out there, um, training hard with us all winter and, uh, getting to see a lot of them. Some of them getting out there for the first one of the, uh, off season first and last before they started in their school season. Um, and others, uh, just putting a bow on, um, some of the great, uh, performances, um, you know, they've had throughout this winter. Uh, it's just been really fun to see some of these athletes really develop, uh, and, and showcase their skills, uh, with different athletes, you know, putting on different performances across the country, everything from we've been to Arkansas, Louisville, um, there's been athletes up in Minnesota, Kansas city, uh, Maryville, uh, Chicago, you know, there's been athletes everywhere and we've still got some more fun places to go, uh, for, for the championship meets and new balance and Adidas. That's going to be great just to see, uh, some of our athletes just, uh, test their metal against some of the best in the U S and, uh, also it's going to be fun to see them now test their metal against, uh, uh, their fellow, uh, high schoolers in the school season. There's so many amazing runners and I always saw a lot of them at that meet at Northwest, 
Um, so just getting them back in their school colors is going to be a lot of fun for us just to see how they um, bring all the tools that they've gained throughout the winter. It uh, should be a lot of fun to see them do that. So uh, really proud of all of our athletes, really excited by that. Um, grateful and thankful to all the coaches that helped us out this winter. We had some uh, fun uh, new coaches uh, that were in several of them, our former athletes, and Hayden Kuhn did a great job with some athletes of ours this winter. So did Riley Witt. Um, we've also added Shaylin DeYoung into our, our group um, with assisting athletes in some of the longer events and in her triathlon stuff as well. Uh, always grateful Ellen Davis helping with nutrition, Austin O'Brien's on the sports uh, psychology side of things, and then the, the wonderful crew at Engineered uh, Performance in Ankeny where our facility is. Um, just, uh, and uh, mainly our, our PT are the one that's really digging in with us, Taylor. Uh, we're super excited that she's joined us and, um, just really fired up for what's to come that she can offer to our group and just so many awesome people that have contributed and just brought a lot of smiles, uh, to my face, to the kids faces, just, uh, enjoyment and helping them achieve the goals that they want to achieve. Um, and some of them recovering and getting back into it and, and just ultimately allowing them to chase their dreams and their goals. So we're excited to see them back with their schools. You know, it's always kind of interesting as the, uh, as athletes return, you know, we, we like to showcase, we had a lot of tests here in the, you know, kind of the waning weeks of the off season, um, or I should say kind of the indoor season. A lot of these athletes go cross indoor, outdoor, um, they, there's, it's similar to probably college and pro anymore. The off season's a little bit variable depending on the athlete. I'm um, just trying to make sure everybody's getting uh, some good training, but also getting chances to race when it makes sense for them as well. Um, and one of those things that, um, you know, we often uh, are trying to balance is giving them those opportunities at big meets to see athletes that maybe they won't get a chance to see um, always that exact caliber. They see the same, you know, athlete from the same school at seven meets in a row and so on. So we're always trying to find ways to give them more unique opportunities uh, to do so. So it's fun to, to watch that happen. Definitely always kind of a transitional time as, as a lot of them work their way back into their schools. Um, and we're oftentimes working with school coaches to talk through some of the things that um, they were working on in the winter, what their data showed from when they tested, uh, both metabolically, some different things that maybe we found out, you know, again, from the psychology side, the nutrition side, uh, just there's always different things that give these athletes a chance to be successful. So we're always looking into that um, and trying to have fun with uh, how we showcase that on social media, how we showcase that, you know, with the families that that trust us and some of the new families that are checking us out. Uh, we're always excited to have new athletes. We're definitely taking on some more right now. Now's that kind of time of year. Sometimes we hear from a lot of middle school kids that maybe are finishing up basketball or something and getting ready for um you know, their middle school track season here coming up in a month or so. Um, just definitely excited by, you know, their excitement and their energy for their season as well. Um, you know, so if, if you've got athletes that have come back to your school and they're fired up and, and ready to compete, we hope that we've put them in a good position so that they can do some great things, you know, for the school as well. And we're going to be right there alongside them. So I know, you know, there's definitely 
um, you know, some, uh, some challenges that, uh, you know, we've, we've run into, um, and, and we understand it, that there are some coaches that maybe see this as a challenge, but really, um, we're trying to just, we'll stay alongside of them working, trying to come up with the best avenues for them to have success. And I think as adults, I've been in the education system as well, and just trying to work to figure out what's the best way to, uh, create continuity for both the individual as well as, uh, you know, your team and, and how to blend all that together. So, um, you know, it's not always going to be smooth, but the job is uh, on our end. It's always been to give the athlete the best tools possible um, and work with them to have success. So, um, you know, if it's not uh, the, the cup of tea, if you hear something on here, you know, that, that throws you off or you see something on our social media page and it and it, it just really gets under your skin, you know, uh, here's the easy answer. Just don't follow it. You know, just leave us be. It's all good. You can, we're not going to lose any sleep over it. If you unfollow us, it's not the end of the world. Uh, we're here loving what we do. Our athletes are loving what we do. But if you're somebody that's enjoying it, you know, share it with your friends as well. See if there's more things that maybe there is something of value. That's all we're trying to bring uh, here with the podcast and um, with social media and working with these athletes is bring some things of value. So certainly don't know it all. Just got a lot of, uh, we've had a lot of almost a thousand tests now in the facility. So we got tons of data to go off of, you know, so if this isn't your cup of tea um, and all you plan to do with it is just go, you know, for lack of a better way, just go and talk and crap about it it, then just move on to something else. Uh, that would be the, the probably mature thing to do. Um, you're certainly welcome to be immature and just continue to follow and, and use it as a way to, uh, you know, degrade the success of either our athletes or the coaches that work with our athletes. Um, but otherwise, you know, have some fun with it. That's what we're trying to do. You know, it's uh, our athletes have fun creating, um, you know, different accelerate uh, meme accounts and things even to poke fun at ourselves because uh, it shouldn't be that serious. We're supposed to have some fun with it um, and uh, just do our best to spread some some ways in which we see athletes having success and getting better. Um, and we hope that you've been able to, uh, you know, see whether it's athletes in your own school, if they've come to us, man, it's just they want to get better. They want to push themselves. You know, they're never coming saying, you know, what I have isn't good. They're just saying I want more. And then sometimes, obviously, there's some challenges in combining those things. But it's only because the kids uh, desire the opportunity to, to chase success at the highest levels. And it's been fun to see how Iowa has progressed the last few years with that. So you know, you can get on board and, and, uh, you know, push yourselves, find your own resources. If we're not that one again, that challenges and builds you up and builds your team up. Um, and, uh, if, uh, you know, if, again, if it's not us, then, uh, you know, be mature, just unfollow it and move on to the next thing. If it is us, you know, like I said, we'd love to engage with you. We'd love to, you know, come up with ways to, to help provide more resources. Uh, we've heard more podcasting, more, you know, just getting more info out there is something that's valuable to everybody. So I'm back in the seat trying to make that happen. Um, and so, again, if you love that, good, share it pass it on. If I'm not for you, it's really easy to just not hit play on our podcast. So, um, but if you're here and that's you, uh, and, and you're finding yourself having a hard time hitting pause because you're just looking for the, the thing to say that, that, uh, you know, um, makes me look bad or something, go for it. Uh, you know, more, more, uh, time spent with us working with athletes, if that's, what's, uh, tripping your trigger. So, uh, we're just going to keep moving on.
Um, the best thing that I see moving forward with all of these athletes is just that they have such a passion to take everything to a new level, the excitement that they have to look for what makes each of them so unique. And one of the ways that kind of jumping into this week's, we talked about how on, on Instagram, we put up a poll. I happened to have two athletes in the facility, uh, doing, um, a workout, um, doing different workouts really actually, but I, I posted the poll. Um, it happened to be Caleb Tempass and, uh, Addison Dorenkamp, um, to, to elite level, um, athletes in Iowa, um, and really, you know, have done some things nationally as well throughout their careers. Um, and, and the question was which one would thrive more on more aerobic based, longer, slower type of training. Um, pretty straightforward question. I think we had, I believe it was like 71% um, said Addy and 29% uh, went with Caleb. And so I think it shows that I think most of you generally get it. The correct answer um, based on the metabolic data that we have would be Addy, you know? And so why is that? Well, that's what we get into when we work with the the information we get from the tests, as well as what we can see. A lot of you don't have test information. You can use your, you know, there's some common sense information that goes with it as well, right? Addie's going to thrive on more long distance training. Her events get better as the distance goes up, right? And Caleb is one of those that has the ability to go down to the 800, be competitive at the eight um, and the mile. Um, and then as the distance goes up, some of that extra power that he brings from the eight and the mile are going to present more challenges in the longer races. Um, and vice versa, the lack of the top end power is what's going to be a challenge for someone like Addy as the races get faster, but it's also what makes them amazing at the events that they go where their strengths are. So as much as we'd love to shore up their weaknesses, right? As much as we'd love to go, let's try to make them, you know, a robot and okay, they're already strong. Okay. This person already has great aerobic ability, right? All right. We look at somebody like Addie, we go, yeah, she's got phenomenal aerobic ability. Um, all we've got to do is add speed and she'll be phenomenal. Well, if, if we add anaerobic power, sure. Maybe that event that has been, you know, lagging behind maybe on the opposite side on 800 or something shows some improvement, but what could that potentially do then to the 5k or the 3k, right? Um, is that now too much anaerobic power The that VLA max, as we've talked about in some other ones, is that too high? So her production of lactate is too high now, um, for events. She, the, her main events, and all of a sudden, you know, she's not, she's producing too much and struggling those events. Why are they her main events? Well, I mean, again, let's be honest, the data that she's produced in her racing basically tells us she probably has more slow twitch fibers uh, percentage wise than does Caleb. He's probably going to be a little more explosive has more fast switch fibers. Right. And so if they have that fiber type, each fiber type is going to improve and get stronger and more productive when trained to its strength. Sure. You certainly can take fast switch fibers. There's plenty of data on that with threshold training and so on. There's certainly ways in which we can take it um, and make it behave more like slow twitch fibers. Okay. Um, so that they don't have all those, you know, some of the properties that they have, um, are, you know, more inclined to be, um, something that's, you know, like I said, like a slow twitch, but with still some of their original fast twitch properties as well. But when you, um, put it together then with the the athlete that has more fast twitch, well, slow twitch fibers don't really find ways to become 
you know, suddenly behave more like fast twitch. Okay. So if you take an athlete that has a high preponderance of let's say fast switch fibers, and you think I'm going to train them for the two mile by simply having them, you know, run a bunch of longer running to improve their aerobic, you know, fitness or stamina. The downside there is if it's that slow, you're really only training those, those slow twitch fibers. But if they're maybe 50, 50 fast twitch and slow twitch, and all you're doing is training in that slow twitch range to try to um, make turn them into a cross country runner or you need them as a mile or two mile of that year and they're more of a 400 runner or something you're leaving all of their natural strength those fast switch fibers untapped and undeveloped you're gonna have to find a way really to help teach those fibers to behave in a way um, as much like you want the race to operate as possible that's why really it's it's all about getting them in the right event so then the right event is the event that's closest to what their fiber type naturally can be trained at so that each fiber is when the training is going on it's getting the right mesh between how often we work this type and that type this system that system the crossover and all of those things so again 71 percent of you were able to you know process that as you were looking at that and god that makes sense yeah or whatever she's she's somebody again if you know her background a little stronger cross country and so on um and so it doesn't always require some you know all the in-depth testing now if we want to you know how do you get her to 453 for the mile and you know uh four seconds under um what what 5k the 5k national champ we had last year and peyton noe ran at the same meet um to take that 1600 record from her four full seconds is is a lot um you got to have the data and that's where you know we get people that might say that threshold pace is not right there's no way that that's the right pace well i, I hate to break it to you but uh we've got i probably take you know with someone like Addie, probably 50 samples a week of lactate while she's doing um threshold type workouts and um I hate to break it to you again. If you're somebody that doesn't think that's what it is, you're welcome to come in anytime. This is an open invitation to anybody that says, you know, if your coach says that that number or something isn't accurate, tell them they're welcome to come in anytime. Seriously, love it. Usually it's fun. Get to meet coaches and get to show sort of how it all works and how we're able to do it. But we take the data. It's on, you know, just the Lactate Pro. You show them, there's the data, and we're able to see the paces at which they can run. And so, um, so someone like Addie can run mile repeats around that 540 range while staying between three to 3.5 millimoles. Some days I've seen her down in the 2.8 range. Some days that gets up in the 3.738 range, um, but always in that range. If that's what her most recent test data shows, it's what it is. We just adjust day by day a little bit, but it's in that range. So we got hundreds of of samples even on one athlete, let alone over the course of the winter. I think we did several thousand samples. Um, on our top athletes and each one of them PR'd significantly in each of their events. Every single person um, relative to their indoor personal bests and some of them, their outdoor personal bests as well, were significantly better than they've been before, um, especially at this time of the season. And yet feeling, you know, none of them asking for big, significant time off. We're ready. Hopefully they're ready to really showcase that for the school. But you've got to find the best way to make it fit for them. So if you have more explosive type athlete like a Caleb, you know, they can maybe run your four, your eight, your mile, give you a two mile maybe. Uh, maybe your Tommy Hensley type, same thing, really 800 base, but can give you that mile with a kick and give it a two with a kick, um, you know, and 400 and so on. 
Um, you know, maybe that athlete needs most of the training or, or a vast, uh, not, not even majority, but a good focus of the training on more of that anaerobic, more explosive type work, because that's what their fiber type is designed to do. That's where they will thrive. And athletes that have more of that longer, slower type, um, you know, muscle response, don't be afraid of just living in that world and training them there, because that's where they're really going to thrive. That's where all of their um, successes are really going to lie. So remember, most of what we're doing here is all about concepts. We're uh, each athlete. There's a lot of variables between you know uh, the type of training they're doing, who they are as an athlete. You know, there's some overlap, but a lot of times we're we're really just working with concepts. We've got some of the best coaches in the state that are now partnering with us. Um, and all they do, they bring their athletes in, we test and we give concepts for each athlete. Maybe this athlete needs this type of anaerobic work and speed work and a very limited dose of some tempo or whatever, or vice versa. This athlete can handle tempo over and over and over, um, but they're going to struggle if you give them too much anaerobic work. And so you got to kind of balance that in because it's still maybe needed for the race. Um, so we're just, uh, you know, having fun here with all of that data, getting to see these athletes have success at the end of the day, you know, if we weren't having fun, if we weren't seeing these athletes being successful, um, you know, we, we wouldn't exist, right? Uh, we only exist by the nature of, of hopefully the product that we've been able to put out there. We're always looking to make it better. So if you've got thoughts or things that are, you know, are going to be, you know, constructive in a way that allows us to develop even better to help the these athletes be successful by all means pass them on and uh look forward to you know working through the season and creating even more content that hopefully suits uh you know what you guys are looking for um, we're going to start getting some guests on here having some awesome interviews as well going to try to keep these short around that 20 minute mark uh you know if you watch your half hour tv shows you know and the commercials what is it around 20 22, 24 minutes. So we're going to try to keep it in that range when possible, especially if it's just me um, digging into data. Um, so hopefully that made some sense to you today that, uh, again, try to find out where your athletes thrive and don't be afraid of training them there. They love training and they're, you know, they're, they're, they kind of naturally, you know, work towards what those inclinations are and um, don't be afraid of allowing them to really work in the, the sandbox that is, uh, you know, really in their backyard. So, um, you know, small doses of the other things, but uh, make sure we take care of uh, what they were designed to do as well. Allow them to shine in that area. So, um, again, always feel free, you know, reach out, uh, give us give us uh, uh, shout outs on social, follow us, subscribe, all of those things. Uh, reach out to us directly. My info is right there on the website. Uh, so if you got something to say, whether positive, negative, or anything in between, uh, you've got access to us. So just let us know. And, um, you know, hopefully this has been uh, something that you guys can benefit from. And looking forward to more podcasts here as we go through uh, the next couple of months. And uh, best of luck to everybody out there in their seasons. And I uh, can't wait to see you guys on the track.